Uh, it's a lot going on, a lot, a lot going on around me. And so um, I was uh, kind of talking to God about. Uh, okay, let me back up. This is how I get through life. I see life as seasons. Life is the situation in your life. They come for a season, and seasons always change. Like right now, it's really warm, right? And so, but we know that you know, come after Halloween, it's cold. You know, season's gonna change. So I kind of go through life that way. It helps me get through um, difficult times. It helps me not get too excited when everything's going good. I mean, I realize that seasons will change. You know? And in season, they'll change. You have to change with them or you'll be uncomfortable. Amen. So what's happening right now is, okay, think about it right now if you came in here with a fur coat on. <laughs> skull cap, boots, the whole nine, you will be what? Uncomfortable because it's a different season. So Amen. you have to change with the season. So I'm in a season where my family, which is very tight, is all scattered now. So my daughter's in Georgia, my mom, my brother, and my sister-in-law is in California, my nephews, my grandkids are down there. So it's like everybody's kind of spread out and we're not used to being like that. And so it's, it's a different season because we're still I still got to be big brother, I still got to be son, I still got to do all that, but I had to do it a different way because the season has changed, right? Amen. And so I look at things that I'm doing and how, you know, that's, that's changed. And so if you look at your life and you're going through a period that you might think is winter, you have to remember one thing that's definite about seasons, they're going to change. Amen. All right. And then let me tell you a, a secret. Don't waste time talking to God about time. Amen. <laughs> it's a waste of time. Man, you know how I many arguments me and God have had over time? And really, we don't argue. He just sits there and listens to me sound stupid. Because <laughs> God's not going to argue with you. Everybody say amen. amen. So, but he doesn't mind the occasional disagreement, you know. But it's like time is like God talking to you about timing. is Oh, it drives me nuts because I just really believe that God's sense of timing is so not like ours because we, we, we are built around time. We, we, everything is time with us. But then God comes along and goes, I don't care about time. Amen. Time to me, okay, you want to talk about time. One day to you is a thousand years to me. You know, so God has no sense of, he, he has a sense of time because he created it for us, but he's not governed by it. Right. But we think about it. Our whole life is predicated on it. You guys wake up at a certain time. You guys got to be at work at a certain time or you got to go to school at a certain time. You got to pick up your kids at a certain time. You got to get home by a certain time. You got to cook by a certain time. You got to be in shower by a certain time. Everything is time. And then we go to God and go, hey, God, from our perspective, everything is time. Your time stinks. Because when I need something done, you never do it on time and then God says, no, I don't do it when you want me to. But you think about it. Oh, I, I, I'm never late, though. Amen. And then I begin to pout. Because really what happened is you just made me uncomfortable because you weren't there when I wanted you to be there. But you got there when I needed you to be. But could you speed it up a little bit? You know? So if I look at seasons, it's a time for everything. So here's Solomon, who's old now. Solomon's old. And he's been through a lot of life. And so he's sitting there reflecting and he begins to write about life. And he says, Maria, there is a right, there's the right time for everything. 
and everything on earth will happen at the right time. He says, now listen, I've lived a lot of life, and I've lived a better life than most because, by the way, I'm not only very brilliant because God gave me wisdom, I was very rich also. So that means that Solomon, think about it, Solomon can do anything he wanted to do. And, so, and here's the key, he did it. So now here's this old man beginning to reflect. So imagine you're sitting with this old guy who's talking to you about life. Verse 2, Maria, what does it say? A time to be born and a time to die. Now see, when we think that we're really in control of things, that little piece right there should, should let you know that you're not. Because you had nothing to do with when you were born. You weren't yeah. there. You get determined that, and you're not going to determine when you die. So think about it. God right off the bat goes, I'm in control. Amen. Because there's a time that I dedicated that you be born. And there will be a time that you will leave this planet. And God says, I'm the one who <laughs> you had nothing to do with either one of them. Everybody say amen. Amen. And it's like, so right off the boat, when you think that I'm in control of my life and I'm the God says, no, there's a time to be born, a time to die. And I determine that. Everybody say amen. Now, amen. Come on, finish that. A time to plant and a time to uproot. There is a time when you should plant and there's a time when you should pull things up. Now, we don't plant most of us anywhere. I know Keith does. He's a farmer, you know. But, 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 but it's like, if, 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 think about it. We do plant, though. We plant by giving. Amen. We plan another way. Everybody say amen. There's a time when you plant and there's a time when you pull up. There's a time when you give money and there's a time when you're going to need money. Everybody say amen. Amen. Next verse. A time to kill and a time to heal. Uh -huh. A time to tear down and a time to build. Now he's like, it's a time, a time, a time. It's a time when you kill. It's a time when you heal. It's a time when you tear down. It's a time when you build. Now listen, there's a time when you do have to kill things. Amen. A lot of them are relationships. You got to kill them. And then there's time when you have to build. Everybody say amen, amen. now. So it's like there is a time to tear down things and there's a time to rebuild things. It's, see, see, there's always a time where you have to say, okay, there, this thing has got to go. I'm going to tear this down and then God will have you build something else. I saw this picture of, of uh, this, this housing uh, renovation down in Detroit. I was born in Detroit. And they're tearing down stuff by the groves, just, just abandoned houses and everything. And I'm like, man, it looks like such a mess. But if, if you don't tear it down, you can't build anything new. Amen. You have to tear down what was so you can build something else. Now, the, the, the problem is, is you don't want to kill it, though. But some things you got to kill. There's some people that I no longer talk to. Amen. People come into your life. Some people come into your life and they stay. And you've been knowing them for years and, and they stay. Some people come in your life for a season. And you have to know when the season is up. I don't know why I'm dwelling on this. I didn't mean to. The season is up when this happens. You begin to be so uncomfortable. Amen. That means you're, you might be trying to force something that's not there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, I think about it. I, I, I pick on Kim. I think about it. Me and Kim have been knowing each other for too long. We, we're not old. <laughs> Amen. And, and, and she's my sister, and, and we've always been close. And, and, but here's the thing. It was a pack of us that was close at that time. Yep. Amen. They're all gone. Yep. I bumped into one the other day when I was uh, uh, taking my truck in to get some check, and he was there. He's like, oh, man, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. Hey, let me get your number. For what? 
<laughs> Come on, dude, we're not going to do lunch. I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to lie. I don't have time. Let me tell you something else about time when you get older. You don't have a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So you're not wasting it. Courtney made me so mad the other day. <laughs> was it Friday? She wanted to go see this movie. And I'm like, Courtney, it's not going to be good. No, Dad, let's go see it. Courtney, it's not going to be good. I know it's not going to be We went and saw it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, see, I'm never going to get that time back. You're 30-something years old. I'm almost 60. And it's like your time is so valuable. Don't waste your time. Amen. See, when you're 20-something, 30-something, you got all the time in the world. But when you get late 50s, you're like, I ain't got a lot of time. I got to make this count. <laughs> Everybody say amen, amen now. So I'm like, time is, is God. But here's the thing with time. There's always a time to do something or the other thing. And you have to recognize it or you'll be un very, very uncomfortable. So if you have a relationship that is bugging you and it's a strain to be... You might need to. Yep. Maria, go. A time to weep and a time to laugh. There is times when you just need to cry about stuff, man. It doesn't mean you're weak. doesn't mean you lost faith. Amen. It just means that God gave us this emotion called crying or sadness. Everybody say amen, amen. now. And it, and it says a time to be sad and it's a time to dance with joy. There, there is a time where you, it's okay. I have people go, I'm crying. I'm so sorry. Why are you sorry? Amen. It's a sad situation. It bothers you. God gave you this motion to release it. The problem is, is when you cry all the time. That's when it's dangerous. Because sometimes it's not time to cry. It's the time to laugh. The, see, there's a time when there's uh, for everything, and they are in their opposite. It's time when you cry. It's the time when you laugh. Amen. Now, if you're laughing at the time you should be crying, everybody's going to be looking at you weird. Cause, <laughs> right? There's a time when you should be sad, and there's a time when you should be joyous. The Bible says weeping will endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning time. Amen. So, this, so I'm saying, when, you, when that happens, don't feel like you've lost faith or that your hope is gone. or No, you're just sad. Just, I tell a lot of people, just feel the way you need to feel right now. You're sad. Amen. Amen, everybody. Sometimes you just need to cry about it, man. You're, you're <laughs> my windows are tinted, so I can do it. You're riding down the street just crying. <laughs> like, Lord, you don't love me no more. No, I don't cry that. But I do cry because, man, yesterday I cried a little bit. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. Because I really miss my brother. Amen. Me and him are like yin and yang. We're like, we're like ketchup and mustard, peanut butter and jelly, man. We, we feed off each other. And I've been carrying his load for over a year now. I get sad. Amen. So in a week, I'm, getting, I'm going out there to see him. And I'm going to be out there with him for a while. But, man, I get sad. Doesn't mean I lost faith. Doesn't mean I lost hope. Amen. Everybody say amen. And when I see him, we'll laugh a little bit. Maria, come on. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Yep. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. Mm -hmm. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. It's a time when you should war and it's a time when you should put your weapons down. It's a time when you should hug and it's a time when you shouldn't hug so much. So you got to learn that art with your kids. 
Because sometimes you need to just hug your kids. Amen. Just, just love your kids, man. Just every once in a while, I just hug them. And, just, and trust me, hugging Julian can be dangerous, right? You know, <laughs> you know but, but you know, I, I, every once in a while, I just hug my kids. And then there's other times when I know we're not hugging right now. There's this line. There's a time when I have to parent. Mm-hmm. Everybody say amen better now if you're a parent now. Amen. There's time when you got a parent, and there's time, there's time when you don't need a hug. You need a push. Right, amen. You don't need a hug. You need to be straightened out. Amen. Don't be hugging them when they need to be straightened out. Amen. Yeah, hallelujah, amen, amen. So it's like, man, when, you, when you're a parent, you have to master this. There's a time when you hug your children, and there's a time when you slap your children. Amen. You got to know the difference. Amen, somebody. Come on. A time to search and a time to give up. Uh-huh. It's a t- a, oh, that's, that's interesting. There's, there's a time when you, when you have to look for something. It's a time when you got to consider it lost. Amen. It's gone. I can't. Yep. See, because you won't make a change when the season changes. Because you'll still be looking for something else. Mm. It's like... It's like if you don't learn to let things go, it's like, it's like you're holding this empty box, right? And I come with this gift, and I go, here, I got this gift for you. And you, you go, I can't get it because I'm holding on to this box with nothing in it. Right. I got a gift for you. Drop the box. Mm-hmm. But I'm used to holding the box. I've been holding the box for years. Let it go. Amen. Come on, go through your closet and get rid of that stuff. You know your big <laughs> butt ain't wearing it no more. And go through your cross. You know, fashion kind of comes back around, doesn't it? Those of us that have been long enough to been here for a few centuries. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, like bell bottoms are back. Now it's like, man, stuff just goes around. Everybody say amen. But throw that stuff out of there, man. If I, I, I got a rule now. If I haven't touched it over a year and a half, I don't need it. So I've been quietly throwing things out, quietly. I've thrown so many of Julian old toys out, he don't even know they're gone. <laughs> Throw it out. It's a time when you need to get rid of stuff. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Where go? A time to keep and a time to throw away. Yep, see? A I time, didn't say it. <laughs> a time to tear, tear and a time to mend. Yep. A time to be silent and a time to speak. There's a time when you know what, you just need to be quiet. Amen. And then there's a time when you just can't be quiet. You got to know what time. Amen. Because sometimes we're a little quiet when we shouldn't be. Yep. And then sometimes we're talking too fast. (laughs) Right? Yep. When is one of the times you should be silent when you're too emotional? I try not to ever yell at my kids when I'm really mad. I, you know, when I'm yelling at them, I'm really not that mad. Amen. <laughs> really not. Because if I'm yelling, I'm not, I'm really in control. But if I find myself getting to a place, I go, no, I, I can't. Because what is going to happen, guys, you, you might say something you never can get back, man. Just yep. when, when you and your husband or you and your wife, when you guys get into a debate or you and your friend get into this misunderstanding or you and your mother or your father, don't say something you can't take back. Amen. And it's like, so what do you do? It's just a time when you just, okay, okay, okay. And then let me tell you another time, when you're not going to win. I'm not going to sit there and argue with somebody. I'm, I'm not going to do it. 
Amen. I'm going to let you look stupid because I know I'm not going to convince you my side of this, this situation or the real side or the right side. And then I could be wrong. But it's like if, if I realize that if I'm talking to someone who's not listening, what, what are you still talking for? Amen. I'm going to stand there and go, are you done? You're not going to get anywhere. So there's a time when you need to say something, like when you see injustice or when people saying stupid things around you. That If somebody says something stupid around me, it bothers me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, that was so stupid. <laughs> people who are racist, they say some of the stupidest <coughs> things. I'm not talking about just white folks. I'm talking about period. And whenever I hear it, oh, I just have to say something. Amen. I'm cut that way. Come on, fight me. <laughs> well, some people say something stupid like, man, you don't understand. White people have been holding me down. Well, ain't no white person ever held me down. <laughs> Amen. I've never had no white person keep me from doing something. I, I, was, I was watching this thing today uh, uh, when I was getting ready. Uh, ESPN had this 30 for 30 documentary on uh, University of Mississippi in 1962. James Meredith was the first black man that signed up for university. He was my cousin. Hallelujah. And all the stuff that he went through every day, the National Guard was with him, they called him names, they, 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 they badgered him every day. And I go, Lord, I'm too volatile for that. <laughs> I don't know how I would have handled that. But I'm thinking about the fortitude it took to do that, but then they're interviewing people who, who are still alive, and they were going, man, I, just did, I don't see why those people were doing that. He was a human like everyone else. And I wanted to ask them all the questions. So what did you do about it? Mm -hmm. When all that was happening, you were on the campus, what did you do about it? One lady they interviewed said, you know what? I invited him to eat lunch with me one day, and boy, did I get it. But I put it all on the line because I didn't think it was right. Amen. So everyone else is going, or I would have, I, I think it's horrible that they treated that man like that. <laughs> and I'm going, so what did you do? Mm -hmm. the, big, the biggest issue to me, and I'm going to get off of this, when it comes to racism, is first of all that we're still talking about it in 2022. Mm -hmm. Which is sad in its own right. But then the next piece is, it's not the racist, it's the person that's not racist and doesn't say anything. Amen. Maria, come on. A time to love and a time to hate. Oh, time to love things and it's a time to hate stuff, man. I, I, am, I am trying to hate pizza. <laughs> man, because, man, I love pizza. I really, uh, man, and pizza don't love me. It don't love me back. And if I eat more than two slices, my head pounds, my stomach gets weird, and I'm like, kids, I can't eat pizza. And they laugh at me. <laughs> and it's like, man, I, I need to hate pizza. <laughs> I, I need to hate the lions. I need to hate them. I just need, see, it's that thin line between love and hate, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you need to love, and sometimes you got to hate stuff so you can get away from it. Amen. Man, I, I'm trying to really hate sin, because some sin I still like. Amen. Maria, thank you. Kim, thank you. I got two. <laughs> two brave enough to amen it. You know there's sin that you still like. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I'm trying to hate it. 
Because right. that's the only really way you're going to beat it and fight it. If you flirt with it, you're going to lose. You got to try to hate it. There's a time when you love and there's things you should hate. I hate injustice. I hate it. Amen. I hate what children are taking advantage of. I hate it. Amen. Right, right, right. There's things that you hate. God gave us hate for a reason. And people go, no, you're a Christian. You shouldn't hate. It just says right here, there's some things we need to love, and there's a time to love, and there's a time to hate. Yep. And then it says, Maria, there's a time to war, and it's a time for peace. Yep. That sometimes you got to go to war about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody. Hallelujah. And then sometimes you got to stop fighting so much. Moving on, go. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. So he says, listen, what do people gain for everything that they do? What do we gain from that? I saw the hard work God gave us to do. That's verse 10. And verse 11 says what, Maria? He has made everything beautiful in its time. It says God makes everything beautiful, or what it really says in the original text, he makes everything happen at the right time. Yet none of us can ever fully understand what he's doing. And he puts questions in our mind about the past and the future. He, he, he makes everything happen at the right time. Amen. Amen. Here's the sad part. It's usually not your time. Right. But him being a good father, he understands things. He understands he has to organize things and move things around before he blesses you because he wants, you to, he wants it to be a blessing, not a burden. All right, all right. I always tell this story when Courtney was, was little. She's still little. But when she was little, <laughs> Courtney loved McDonald's. And, and so I remember one day we were getting, I had to do some stuff. So I'm like, I'll just take Courtney with me. So I throw her a little butt in the car seat. And then she's like, Dad, we're going to have McDonald's. I'm like, yeah, we're going to get McDonald's today. We're going to get it. I got to do a couple things, and then I'll get you McDonald's. So, it was, so we take off, and so we ride past the McDonald's, and Courtney's like, Dad, I thought you were going to get McDonald's. Courtney, you're going to get McDonald's. I got to do some stuff, and then I'm going to take you to McDonald's. Let me stop it here, and let me run in there, and then we'll go to McDonald's. And then with Courtney, we stop at the first place, and Courtney's cool, and we get out. Okay, now we're going to McDonald's. Courtney, I'm going to slap you. I'm going to reach back there, and I'm going to slap you. I told you. You're going to go to McDonald's, but here's the thing. If I take you now, you're not going to have fun. Amen. Because I'm going to have to rush you because I got other things to do at a certain time. And if I don't Amen. do those first, and if you could just wait 20 minutes, then you can sit there and enjoy your McDonald's. I'll sit there with you and we, we can, we'll be okay. But if I go now, we're going to have to eat really fast to go... But here's the thing, Courtney. When did you have McDonald's? When you said it. Amen. So when we pray, God says, that's a good prayer. I'm in. <laughs> and then we go, okay, where is it? And God goes, hold on a second. Amen. See, because if I give this to you now, you're not going to enjoy it. Because things around you aren't ready. Amen. Yep. So let me organize this stuff. Let me get this thing going. And then, and, then, and then the next day we go, Lord, where is it? Not, Lord, we thank you for it. Not, Lord, are, you know, be blessed. can you bless me with this? He's okay with that. 
But it's like when we begin to doubt because we didn't get it yesterday. Amen. And then God goes, listen, I'm telling you, you when did you have it? When you said it. Hallelujah. When Jesus, when Jesus cursed the fig tree, when did it die? Soon as he said it. Mm -hmm. See, that's how God works. God, God works on when, when God speaks, it's done. Amen. Nothing you can do about it. Everything is at its appointed time. There's nothing you can do. So when you believe in God for something that you know is his will, rest in that and know that you're going to get McDonald's. You had it when you said you wanted McDonald's. Amen. But God being a good father, he goes, you ain't going to enjoy it if I give it to you now. You're not in the right place. You're not in the frame of mind. Amen. 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 The right person hasn't come along. See? Yep. Hallelujah. I haven't talked to the per other person yet who's going to help you with that. Mm -hmm. I haven't brought them to you yet. See, we have to have patience and go, Lord, I know you're a good father. Amen. Amen. But when did I have it? When I asked for it. Hallelujah. Everything happens at the right time the right season. Amen. So I'm in a season now. And it's like I'm in a season of where I'm spread it out. I'm in a season where my family's everywhere. I'm in a season where it's like, man, I'm sitting there yesterday taking moments by myself and I'm going, man, I'm just in a season right now that is, Lord, I guess it's kind of me and you for a second. Amen. And then you got to give me the strength to be able to branch all the way out like that. Amen. It's a new season. Amen. Now, if I don't embrace it, I'm going to struggle. Yep. So sometimes you got to let things go. It's hard to let kids go. Got to let them go. Especially when they're grown. Amen. Amen. Got to let them go. I'm not talking about letting your babies go. but and, 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 and when you let them go, you have to let them go with the understanding that, God, this is the season that we're in. When you, it's hard sometimes. Sometimes you got to let that relationship go. Amen. Embrace the new season. Sometimes another relationship comes. Embrace the new season. Amen. Maria, where are we? I'm lost. He has also set eternity in the human heart, mm -hmm. yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. It says that, you know, God makes everything happen at the right time, yet none of us can ever fully understand all he's done. He puts questions in our minds about the past and the future. We, we, it says he puts questions in our mind. We, we worry about eternity. There's, there's only one reason why I don't want Jesus to come back right now. It's because some people don't know him yet. Amen. Other than that, he can come back in three, two, one. Amen. <laughs> But, you know, the Bible says that he's coming at a time when we think not. So right when we keep going, we're going through life and we're thinking life is going pretty well. And, and then that's the time that he might come. Yeah. So the question would be, do you love life down here or do you want to be in the presence of God? Amen. I want to be in the presence of God. And the only way I don't want to be in the presence of God, because there are people that I really care about who don't know him yet. And how about this? There's people that I don't even know who don't know him yet. And I'm like, Lord, I'm glad you didn't come in 1982 or I'd be lost. Other than that, you can come. I don't want to hear, what about my kids, my grandkids? You can come. Amen. I've given them a chance. Everybody say amen now. Amen. So what verse are we on, Maria? I got to get done with this one. 12. 
12. I learned that the best thing for people to do is just to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. Here's Solomon now. He's an old man now. He's been through everything. He's done everything. He's rich. And he's very wise. And he's going, listen, here's, the, here's my advice in life. Just try to be happy every day. You're not going to be that. But try. Amen. Verse 13 says, God wants everyone to eat, drink, and find satisfaction in their work. These are the gifts of God. So when we go through that season where we're just, oh, man, I remember days I would walk into work and I would just stand there. And people, high lows would be riding past me and people would be putting charts in front of my face and my name would be paging over the pager and I'm standing there going, I hate this. <laughs> hate it. Oh. But, but remembering this, that life is seasonal. Amen. I'm telling you, your season is going to change. I remember one time telling my mentor, man, he was just saying, listen, you're going to be very busy. The Lord's going to move. He's going to, you're going to be doing all this. And I wasn't doing nothing at that time. And I was sitting there going, man, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I get sick. Of, I'm just sitting here. And he goes, you better learn how to enjoy that season. Amen. Because once you get going, you're going to wish you had that. Amen. He was right. <laughs> I'm telling you, your life is going to change. Thank you, Jesus. Now, you can either embrace it, take off your winter coat and your boots and stuff, turn your air on, <laughs> or you can ignore it, keep flashing your heat and keep wearing all these coats and things when it's 90. And then it's going to change and it's going to get cold and then it's going to drop down to 30. And then other than Chris, you'll be walking around with shorts and stuff <laughs> on, you know. <laughs> Don't pay attention to him, right? He's not here. I'm talking behind his back. <laughs> and it's like, but you have to do what? You got to embrace. Amen. I remember when the weather was starting to change and I still had my fireplace on. I came in the house. I'm like, man, it's burning up in here. And I'm yelling and opening up stuff. And I'm like, dummy, you got the fireplace on. <laughs> but it was cold yesterday, but the season has changed. I Amen. Was Amen. So I, he said, I learned people just be happy every day. Try to be happy. God wants us to find satisfaction in what we're doing because it's going to change. Verse 14, I learned that anything God does will continue forever. People cannot add anything to the work of God, and they cannot take away from it. Hallelujah. God did this so people will respect him. Hallelujah. You can't add to life. You can't take away from life. That's beyond your pay grade. Amen. So that means that God determines a lot of things. He doesn't determine everything. But most major things in your world, God already has a plan for. Amen. And, it, and, and when we're waiting on God to move, he's expecting something from us when we're, when, we're, when we're struggling a little bit. Some of us might be struggling where we are in the season that we're in. And God says, listen, you got to make do where you are now. Real quick, go to Jeremiah. I got like 12 minutes. Jeremiah 29 and 4, Maria. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem. Now to here's Babylon. God sending a letter to the people of Israel. Now, they are, they are captive in Babylon. That, that means that Babylon, that he scattered them out, and some of them went to Babylon, and they lived there. And, but they're, they're actually in captivity. 
They're, they're not together as a people anymore. They're spread it out. So now God is saying, okay, now that you're there, you're in captivity now. Verse 5, he says this. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. He says, listen, so even though you're in a season that you don't like, do something with it. Amen. He says, build you a house, live in it, settle, find you a piece of land, plant gardens, eat the food that you grow. See, you're in captivity, because some of us feel like we're in captivity where we are right now. Amen. He's like, but while you're there, until I get you out, make yourself useful. Amen. Don't sit in the corner and just cry about it. Make the best of it. Amen. Wait a minute, God, we're in captivity. I know. But I want you to build you a house. Start you a family. Go, Maria. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Yep. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. He says, listen, I need you to increase, but we're in captivity. I know. Amen. Be fruitful. Amen. Keep moving. Make the best of it. Do something with it. Yep. So though you want, you're in a situation that you want to change, this season has got to go in my life. Okay, but what are you going to do with it? I got to still be useful. Amen. I got to still try to make a difference. I got to still, you know, do something. I can't just sit there and wait on God to come. He's expecting me to do some things until he moves you. Hallelujah. So here's the question. God, what do you want me to do? What I need to do here? What I need to finish here? Because I sense my season is coming to an end. So what do you want me to do? There's something else that, you, that I need to do here. See, because I feel it coming to an end, but it hasn't ended yet. So what do you want me to do? And then God will always tell you. Amen. Every time my seasons change, I always go, man, it's getting ready to change. And I can sense it changing, but then I go, okay, God, so what, am I, what do you want me to do? Amen. Where we go. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Man, if you can't stand a situation, pray for it. If you can't stand your job, pray for your job. Amen. You know why? Because you ain't moving yet. I said ain't, my mama. You're not <laughs> moving yet. So you need to pray for your peace while you're there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's saying pray for it because if you pray for it, it'll make you okay. Yep. So he goes, listen, if you're in a situation when you don't like the house that you're in and you don't like the car that you drive or you don't like what's going on right now, you don't like your new boss, you don't like, pray. Amen. Pray. Why are we praying? Because you necessarily want to help that? Well, sort of. But you're really praying because you will have peace also, Amen. peace to do what? Get me through this season that I'm in. Yes, Lord. I'm struggling. Struggling. It's like, man, you having trouble with a kid. It's like I'm struggling. Pray through the season that you're in. Got to get you out. It's going to change. But embrace whatever you have to do at that moment to help it. Amen. going to change, but embrace it. Embrace the change for us. Don't fight against it when you know it's changing. And it says, listen, just pray for your condition. Amen. You're not out yet, 
but you still can make it a little lighter. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Almost done. Come on. Verse 10. This is what the Lord says. Right, here's the Lord, everybody. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise See, to God, bring you back to this up. place. That's messed up. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. I told God I didn't like that. <clears throat> Think about it. He's going, okay. So here's the Lord. For, you're going to be in captivity for 70 years and then I'm going to come help you. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Don't your situation feel like 70 years when you're in the middle of it? When, I mean, it's like, man, I can only, listen, I was telling my sister-in-law, it's been like eternity to you, but it's only been really a year. And then when you look back at it, you go, man, that was, that was a crazy year and a half. Mm -hmm. Crazy two years. You know? and, and then when you look back at it, it's like it wasn't really that long. But when you're in the middle of it, it's eternity. It's like, oh. But see, he's like, Be I'm going to come back in 70 years, guys, and I'm going to come back and get you. Go ahead. <laughs> 70 years, Lord. See? Man. Ooh. <laughs> but see, here's, what is, this is what he's counting on. You're making the best of it every day. You're, 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 you're praying for your situation so it's not as heavy. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And, you, and you're doing something. You're, you're not just waiting. You're busy while you're waiting. Amen. And then I'm going to come and after 70 and I'm going to get you out and I will keep my promise and bring you all back to Jerusalem. Amen. Verse 11, I say this because I know the plans that I have for you. This message is from the Lord. I have good plans for you. I don't plan to hurt you. I plan to give you hope and a good future. If I take you to McDonald's right now, <laughs> you're not going to enjoy it. Amen. Now, me being evil, know how to do good by my children. God, it's way better than me at being a father. Amen. So I know it seems forever when you're in a certain season of your life that you don't like. But no one is going to change because all seasons do. And then it's trusted in verse 11. I have plans. I don't plan to hurt you. I really do plan to give you a good future. But you got to make do with the present. Amen. Then Solomon says, man, listen, all you can really do is just try to be okay every day. Just try to be satisfied with where you're at right now because it's going to change, but just try to be good, just satisfied with where you are right now. Another piece with seasonal change is being at a place where you can say, okay, I'm okay. Without, without getting antsy or just really wanting it to change tomorrow when you know it needs to change. And it will, it will change, man. It will. I promise you it will. Because I'm trusting that God knows your heart. But sometimes, it, it, 70 years, I mean, oh, my God. I don't want you to, I'm going to be 70, what, 78? I mean, when you help me. 
But God is saying, man, I want you to have children. I'm, I know I'm getting your children. I'm going to bring them all back to Jerusalem. I promise. I know it seems like forever, but it won't if you're busy. Stay busy. In the season that you're in, God will get you out, I promise. Some seasons I've already changed. Let it change. Change with it. And in some things that you find yourself thinking and doing that you normally didn't, that's, that's, that's probably the best thing to do. Because you can't keep trying to do old things a new way. It's, you know, God's trying to do a new thing, but you're still trying to be the old way. You got to let it go. Sometimes we have to change the way we parent, especially as our kids get older. Parenting changes. Amen. I bet not see no nine-year-old boy breastfeeding. <laughs> Wouldn't that be, you'd be like, what is, okay. <laughs> see, see, we have to change. Amen. Seasons change. The way we do business might change. The way we... The way we spend money will change. The way we do things at work will change. The seasons change. You got to change with it. Some of your relationships have changed. Let it change. Don't force it. You're going to be uncomfortable. So here it is. I'm done. He goes, there's a time for this. 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 But the first verse says, there's a right time for everything. And everything on the earth will happen at the right time. Always ask the Lord for the right time. Amen. You had McDonald's when you asked for it. Come on up. There's things I'm still believing God for. I haven't got it yet. Still believing it. I'm like, Lord, I know I'm going to get that McDonald's. I'm going to get it. So I don't want to keep bugging you about it. What I'm going to do is just keep my hands to what I know to do right now. That will keep me a little occupied until you come. And, Lord, I thank you for people you bought in my life and taken out. I thank you for situations that have come my way and they've changed. Lord, give me the strength to change with it. I wouldn't be here right now with you guys if I wouldn't allow change. So here's what I can guarantee you about seasons in your life. They're going to change. And if you look at life seasonally, it'll help you deal with the changes that are made in your life. All right? Father, I give you glory and praise, and I thank you for your people and I'm asking and praying, God, that you would give them wisdom to understand where they are, what time, what season of their life that they're in. And I pray, Lord, that they will embrace it. But, Lord, one thing is promised, that you never leave nor forsake. And you do know the plans you have for us. And you do really plan for a good future for us. So, Lord, let us rest in that. Lord, I do ask that we acknowledge you in all our ways before we decide things, before we make major decisions in our life, or even minor ones. I pray, God, that you will always be in our face so we can ask you first.
Lord, I pray that some of the people's lives are getting ready to switch again. And I pray you would give them the courage and the strength to be able to do it. I come against uh, relationships that are bad for us. I pray, God, that you will remove those things. Or, or give us the wisdom and the strength to remove them. Amen. I, I pray for what's coming, what hasn't happened yet. There's blessings and adventures and things and duties and stuff that God wants for us in the future. And I, I pray, God, that we can walk into all that and you will, you will get us there. Pray you give us strength when we get there. There's decisions that need to be made. Lord, I pray that you will help us make those decisions. So, Lord, we pray for strength, trust in you, perseverance until you move in on our behalf. So, in Jesus' name, we thank you for all that you do. We thank you that you're a God of what will be. So, Lord, give us the wisdom to understand that and help us to be okay until we get there. So, Lord, we need your grace. We need your mercy. We need your blessings. And we promise we'll give you all the glory and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen.